0: Hello and welcome back to the Press Room Podcast, supported by Ryder WA. Happy New Year, Legends 2022. And it is so good to kick start the year with another episode. And in fact, this one is the final episode for season one, but I'll get to that later. Today's guests, we're continuing the theme with the very popular Zwift Academy. We're going with the women's winner and the winner of the Canyon Shram contract in Maud Auderman. Now, we caught up with Maud last week, in fact, on Christmas Eve, and um, yes, what a really nice young girl, uh, very well-grounded, and um, super interesting to talk to and find out what she thought uh, about the Zwift Academy and her experiences, so it's a really good episode, and I think you'll get the feeling from uh, our chat with Maud that she's a very well-grounded um, individual and i think she's going to fit in really well with that canyon tram team and also from a physical perspective she looks ready-made you know she's born in the netherlands she lives there she trains there i think she's going to adapt to the european professional racing scene very very quickly so, um, as I said, season one is coming to an end, okay? This is the last one, but don't worry. We've got an Aussie Nationals uh, just around the corner here in Australia. I'm definitely going to be involved there, and we'll try and talk with some riders and um, do a little bit around the big Aussie summer. And then, look, a little bit of a break, and we'll get straight into the European season because it's not far away. The countdown to the first European races is on. So... Thanks again, legends. This is for you. All right, sit back and relax. Here comes the pod. Get the ergo going, get on the commute, and I'll see you in a moment. Okay, hello. Uh, good evening, good afternoon. I'm here with Maud Alderman and um, yes. <laughs> winner. <laughs> the winner of the Zwift Academy finals for the women. Maud, how yeah. are you going?
1: Hi yeah thank you for having me at first uh, yeah I'm doing good it's uh, morning now here in the Netherlands it's 10 a.m so <laughs> almost Christmas and uh, yeah I'm feeling good.
0: Mm, awesome hey um, just to start off can you just give our listeners uh, just a brief rundown maybe uh, just your age Matt, how long you've been cycling for and who is your favorite cyclist?
1: Okay, so yeah, I'm Maud Oudermann, I'm 18 years old, I'm from the Netherlands. Um, I've been cycling in Troutlon since four years, and I switched to road cycling in the summer of 2020, um, and my biggest inspiration in cycling is Annemiek van Vleuten. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm she- looking really looking after to her, so. and she's from the Netherlands as well. So. <laughs> that
0: helps. Ha- have you ever met her before?
1: Two years ago, or three years ago, I've
0: met her. Oh, so you have met her before. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, that's cool. Where, where did you meet yeah.
1: you? Um, I think we had a sort of clinic Ooh. and then she came and told it was in a group, so I don't think she remembers me, but <laughs> I've seen her, yeah.
0: <laughs> there's time, there's time. Okay, sweet. Um, when you before we got to the Zwift Academy, did you are you already writing for a team in the Netherlands?
1: Yeah, so um, this season I was still a junior um, and I was riding for a junior team mm. and I was also riding for KM Esports on Swift. Um, so yeah, I've been riding for the junior team and uh, for the national
0: team juniors. Okay, all right. And have you, like, have you won any, uh, any junior titles?
1: Um, no so this was my first season on the road because I did triathlon and then I switched last year in summer I think and but because of COVID there weren't any races mm. um, so this season I had my first cycling races um, and so it was also my first national championship I did in October so two months ago oh. um, so haven't won any title but I uh, really enjoyed the racing and I also rode the European championship so it was a really nice experience and Really happy I made a switch from triathlon to road cycling.
0: <laughs> okay, what was, well, why did you switch from triathlon to road cycling?
1: Well, it <laughs> it kind of uh, became because of SWIFT because I was already swifting. I started, I think in 2019, we had SWIFT here at home. Um, so I was doing some races and just my trainings on SWIFT. Um, but then when COVID came, there were a lot of pro cyclists Pro cyclists that came into Swift and the races were bigger, they, the, the level was higher. And I did some races and I felt hmm, I can keep up with them quite well. Yeah. <laughs> and before I was just always cycling by myself, I didn't even know what good watts were or like oh. what was good. And I was like, oh, I was like, okay, let's see what my level in cycling is. And it was uh, quite higher than I expected. So uh, mm. a lot of people encouraged me to maybe think about the switch to road cycling. Um, and then, yeah, I did some races and it was all good. So uh, I wanted to combine it this year, but I did. I got to do so many nice races in road cycling, so I totally switched. And now I fully switched, of course.
0: <laughs> yeah, of yeah. course. Uh, what, what are the races like in the Netherlands? Like, what are the races? Uh, like, are they sort of hilly or are they sort of... Um, yeah, what are they all like?
1: No, in the Netherlands, we don't have hilly races um, because... I think uh, I can describe it the best as windy mm. and flat, <laughs> because yeah, we have a lot of wind here uh, and flat roads. Only in the south of the Netherlands we have some hills, but I think the longest will take you like six minutes. So, mm. is it a hill? For the Australians, they said that's in the hill, but for us, it's a, it's a hill. Um, yeah. So yeah, the races are yeah we have at the junior level already a good peloton um so i think in international race we have 100 plus uh, girls in the peloton so that's wow. pretty cool um but for national races there are there are like 50 i think
0: hmm. okay in those national races um mod you said there's 50 riders that might uh turn up how many of those are really competitive at the top end of that competing for the win? They're all like is it really a deep field or is it sort of just five or ten girls contesting at the front um
1: i think the level in the netherlands is pretty high we have really good uh, junior junior girls um also already have like a pro contract some for world tour teams. so that's that's really good um and i think it's always close because we have some girls that are better in the hills and but we also have really good sprinters so it's not when you're at the race okay those girls will be at the front or it's always yeah it's uh, it's really competitive So that's really good.
0: Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, going into the academy, I guess, well, once you realised you got, uh, like, I talked with Alex Cooper and um, Rachel Rachel. earlier, yeah, and they were saying that they got a a call or an email uh, later in the academy saying that they'd made the top 15. Like, how was the process for you in getting selected?
1: Um, so, yeah, I think I did a few workouts for the Swift Academy, and then I got an email that I was already happy because I thought, okay, they see, they see me, they see what I can do. So I was already feeling honored that they wanted me to uh, send me an email about it. Um, okay. And then um, I didn't know how many people got that email, um, and they asked to do some uh, videos about yourself, answer some questions. So I always just send it back. And then I got another email like, okay, you're still in contention. So I thought, okay, maybe a few people are not in contention anymore. I'll just and just do what they uh, they ask me. And then they asked me for a media interview, mm-hmm. um, which will they said it will lead to the top five. So I did the media interview, but like after two minutes, Kasia Niriadoma came into the call. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you made it to the top five. And I was like, I had a media (laughs) interview. Like, what's this? So yeah, that's when I heard I made it into the top five and I was really happy. I didn't see it coming because I was fully prepared for the media interview. So yeah, it was a really, it was a really big surprise.
0: That's so cool. How long was it before, like when you got told you're in the top five by Cassia to when you actually went to the um, Mallorca?
1: I think it was two weeks when we heard I I was called, uh, and Cassia told me at the end of October, and then we went on the fifth, the fourteenth of November, I think, to Mallorca.
0: Okay, sweet. So, so two weeks, yeah. Did you um, because I wondered if you had enough time to do any extra training before Majorca, but two weeks, not really. Did you do any preparation at all?
1: No, and I think the preparation were already done because I don't think um, just a week before I went, I just took. Uh, a lot of rest because i knew it was going to be hard Um, but also during the swift academy i was still doing my road races because i was fully into the season in september so um, sometimes it was a bit uh, part of planning in my schedule because i had the races in the weekend and then i needed to finish all the workouts just in time but i made it so i'm really
0: happy it worked out well and yeah that's awesome so did you get an, uh, any indication about what the sort of training days were going to be like in the finals?
1: Yeah, we've got a schedule um, just to prepare us what's coming, like at what times we're going to ride or the men and women separated or together. Um, so we could uh, prepare for a five-hour hill climb day, but we didn't know how long is the hill. Do we have a race? What are the meters of elevation? So we were prepared, but also not. So
0: yeah. Okay. Still
1: thrown good challenges at us. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So maybe enough to know sort of how much food to bring, but not necessarily. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 We knew how long we're on the bike. Everything was really, really good organized. So we knew the day before, like what time we wake up, what time we get breakfast, but what exactly the challenge was going to be, we didn't know.
0: Mm. I guess it gives you a pretty good idea of what um, it's to like to be at one of these camps as a professional, hey?
1: Yeah, it is. And, uh, yeah, after the week, uh, it, I just really felt, okay, this is definitely what I want. It was so cool to be part of such a big team for just a week. Mm. And, yeah, it's was just a really nice experience.
0: Mm, that's sick. What was your first impressions as you um, when you first got to the villa?
1: Oh, like the hotel was incredible. I have, we knew where we where we uh, would stay for the week. So I looked it up on, on Google and everything. <laughs> yeah. But when I got there, it was so much bigger than I thought. It was incredible. Like uh, it was, it was so beautiful. Only the weather was a bit, but yeah, a bit rainy, <laughs> but uh, it was all good. And yeah, it was incredible.
0: Yeah. That's so sweet. Uh What was the, best thing about the accommodation
1: oh i think the food was really good (laughs) i heard it was but i think um, Mm -hmm. that all the finalists were in the same house and we all bonded really well we're become like the best friends um so it was always nice because it was like a bit of a roller coaster the finals week a lot of emotions a lot of hard challenges and just to be in the room next to each other you could always uh check with each other like how are you doing or can i help you and i think that's the best part of of the beach house where we were we could always see each other and feel our emotions and help each other with it mm,
0: okay that's yeah that's really good and it's, when i was talking with um with uh with alex and rachel and cooper and we we're doing a, a four-way zoom and um you could just tell that You know, each of you all really good friends. And they said Mm -hmm. as well. They said, oh, you know, we were just all everyone, including that you and and the rest of the the finalists that everyone was just got along really well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. Like I I the day I was home, I missed them already. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, now I have a very good reason to go to Australia. So,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, who knows? Maybe you might get to do the two and under one day.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll see.
0: <laughs> uh, so, how many kilometers or how many hours of riding did you do in the finals?
1: Oh, um, I don't know specifically. I think we had three challenges on Swift. So, I don't know how many cases we got on there. But uh, the rides we did outside were pretty long, I think at about four or five hours. Okay. Um, so yeah, and for me, the elevation gain was, was really high. It was a really funny story because the first ride we did outside, we had, I think, 70 kilometers or something. And we had 1500 meters of elevation gain. So when we got back to the beach house, I was like, whoa, we had such many climbing meters and that's pretty cool. And then the Aussie stopped me like, what? This is just a flat, this is just a flat ride for us. <laughs> I was like, and that was the first time we really were um, uh, showing our Strava rides uh, to each other. And oh, like, cool. oh, this is so crazy. Like <laughs> the difference is just so big. Mm. So mm. yeah, that was really funny.
0: It, I guess we would even think like a, a windy day for us is probably like a calm day for you, you know? Like in-
1: Yeah, probably. yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> right to that side, we had a lot of rain. You can see the in the, the episodes as well. And all of us thought it was really cold, but I was like, no, it isn't cold. It's just rainy, but it isn't cold. They were like, yeah, it's cold. It's definitely cold. So, yeah, it's so <laughs> funny.
0: Yeah, that too. Uh, okay, so after the first... Um, the, the first sort of day you did outside did you have like who are you thinking was your closest rival for the contract did anyone stand out oh,
1: after the oh yeah after the first ride outside um i think everyone did really well and i think all the finalists were close to each other uh when you look at the competition because at the lead out there were some better than on the climbing. So it was really close. There wasn't someone really standing out like I'm the best. So I saw just everyone as my close competition. But on the climb, Caitlin definitely made make it fear very hard for me. Mm. She was just going. And I was like, I don't think I can close the cap. So oh. she was definitely going for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I also think in the endurance, because it was a really long ride before we, we came to the climb. And everybody was still fresh. So I was like, okay, we're we are ready for this. Yeah. So there wasn't someone you can see, okay, she's tired now, she's not going to make it. Everybody was fresh. really Yeah, everyone was fresh. Everyone was going for it. So it was a good competition. There wasn't someone who was like, okay, now I'm tired. So
0: yeah.
1: everybody was going for it. Yeah.
0: Sweet. What did you think about the um, the the You know, when they took the the Australian batteries out.
1: Yeah, Um, we didn't know that either. (laughs) So at one point we found out that we're we're going to race up that climb, but then they didn't tell us they were going to take the batteries out. Um, We did have some, it was not showed in the episode, but we did have some strength efforts on that climb before. Mm -hmm. So four times we went up and down um, with a big gear just to see how we will handle that. And after it, we could choose the gear and then they took the batteries out. And yeah, I think it was a really nice challenge because yeah, at the end of the day in the races, you need to get that big gear around and to be able to pedal in the big gear because the other cyclists are doing it as well on the pro peloton. So yeah, I think it was a good challenge. And uh, I liked ours more than a men, I think, because it was uh, the first time we could really go ahead to head with each other, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, okay so yeah do you was there any like in some of the challenges that some of the on the show sometimes it looked like there were times where you could have gone a little bit harder in the challenges was that just the coverage or was there some points where you're like you, you could have gone deeper
1: yeah okay so when I was watching the videos I was like okay I don't think I was looking like that during the challenge um I did smile because um I was enjoying every challenge maybe not the last one but every challenge I just enjoyed like there are so many people watching you and you're just cycling on your bike and sometimes I just think about whoa this is crazy what I'm doing and then I just got happy and also with a little battle with Rachel it just I was just enjoying it um, but my heart rate was 210 when I went up the hills in the point race. So I don't think it was easy. I really pushed there. And my watts also, I don't think I have ever done that in a race on Swift yeah. or outside. Really? So sometimes it maybe looked like it was easy, but it's just I was enjoying it. So, yeah, it wasn't easy. I definitely needed to push. Um, but yeah, the, the last day I went so deep i've never digged that deep in my entire life and the rest sometimes i um, Mm. yeah i dig deep but i could have gone sometimes a little bit deeper but it was still very hard sometimes it looks like it but it wasn't it really wasn't
0: yeah i think i I think everyone knows that when you know people are when they're putting together shows that it doesn't always show the whole picture
1: that's definitely true Yeah. yeah yeah and i think the episodes were were really really awesome and it really showed like how the challenges went Um but yeah sometimes it was hmm maybe
0: I wasn't really <laughs> yeah.
1: smiling at that point but yeah obviously.
0: yeah I, I, know, I know and uh, I thought the coverage of how they should when they did the points race um, the way they were uh, the way they showed it and visualized it especially with Rob Hatch commentating I thought it was really good uh, way to show the racing it was actually pretty entertaining as far as with racing goes
1: Yeah, it was. And even during the point race, I was watching, watching it at home with my family, with my parents and my sister. And I was like nervous. I was like, what is going to happen? Like the first climb, I thought, "Hmm, did I won actually? Because it was like so exciting. I was like almost clapping and encouraging myself. I was like, this is stupid because it's already been four (laughs) weeks ago. But like still, it was so exciting to watch. And I also heard from a lot of people like normally I don't watch wave racing because it's boring. Yeah. But now I think because they had um, coverage of us in the race, but also us riding on the bike and just mm. all the people watching us well, were happy to see it.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's a good way of doing it. It was, it was really uh, entertaining to watch. And it must have been such a cool environment to have, like, everyone around watching you.
1: It was. It was. And that was my first experience on the first day. We had the test, and it was Really hard, like I've never done testing like that before. Um, but there were just so many people watching and so many cameras, and also like Kasia was watching. Mateo van der Poel was in the room or or close to it, and you just feel like, wow, this is insane. And you also feel like a bit of excitement to dig a little deeper, maybe. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I can do it. I can show show you what you got, you know. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's incredible
0: that's amazing was it was it hot in the room
1: um yeah it was hot <laughs>
0: you have so, to wear the jerseys man.
1: yeah we had to wear the jerseys and um like the swift and Kane shrimp team they really take care of us very well like every time we needed a new bottle in two seconds we got a new bottle with the towel everything they were ready for everything so they really helped us a lot um, but the van sometimes was, can it go faster? And it's like, no, this is the maximum. And we're like, oh, very nice. And on the last day, you can also hear it like in the episode, my body temperature was incredibly high. Um, so everyone's like, open the doors, open the doors, because it's going to get too hot now. So uh, yeah. yeah, I think also like the most at the end of the race, it became really hot. In first, the first minutes, it was... Handle, but like at the end it's like, oh yeah. now I'm just getting tired because it's hot here. So
0: yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Well, that's really good insight about the bottles and the towels. Uh, yeah, that's very interesting. During during the while you were there at the um at the finals, did mm-hmm. you ever get a sense of what type of rider the Canyon Shram performance directors were looking for?
1: No, not really. Um, they were really Um, neutral in their opinion and also what they tell about us in the episodes we have never heard that so it was also the first time hear them talking about us um what they think about the the challenge uh, etc and yeah i i didn't know uh also when i was doing the workout here at home i was like there's a chance i won't get selected for the top five because it's just what they're looking for um so, yeah, at the very end, when they announced the winner, I still didn't know or didn't expect I was going to win. So I don't think in the week we knew what they were looking for. So, yeah, it was uh, they really kept it the secret.
0: Oh, wow. It's so, <laughs> so exciting. exciting.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. And uh, yeah, I think we were also when we we're at the top three with Caitlin and Rachel, where with the three of us we're like okay who is going to win we'll be happy for the person because we became so good friends and I think we all had a sort of confidence out of this week because it's just yeah to make it in the top three and like 150,000 people participating it's still something really big and you just yeah it's just really nice that the Kane's team gives you such a big opportunity to show what you've got and yeah, I really hope Caitlin, Rachel and Imogen and Willemine, also the other, I'll find this will be seen maybe by another team and get uh, their dream become reality as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Me too. Uh, okay, so what excites you most about racing for the Canyon SRAM team?
1: Ugh, that's a hard question. I think what excites me the most is just to become a part of the team and... Uh, of course, to races, but mostly just to learn and develop mm. and yeah, to learn from the best rides. So just to be able to get that um, on the highest level possible, mm. that's just incredible. And I'm really excited to go on training camps and to races together and just to learn and everything. Yeah, it's it's pretty really cool.
0: Yeah, that's the whole process. just sounds uh, yeah. amazing. There's so much to look forward to.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, re- it's I'm really excited
0: uh do you have to do like do you have to move anywhere or base yourself somewhere you're already in europe like i wanted do you have to move or
1: um no i don't have to move but uh, we can always look uh, at the possibilities to in spain or uh yeah we'll just see it's it's really good i'm already uh, living in europe and my first races uh will be in belgium and the netherlands so that's where i live Perfect. close to home so that's also uh very good and uh to know the environment and to know what's uh, we expect from me, yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'm, I always focus on uh, non-European riders who are over in, uh, racing over in Europe and um, uh, as professionals, and I always focus on, um, you know, it takes non-Europeans often a few years of doing the same races to really pick up, you know, where the sort of pinch points are of the race, where you need to be at the front, you know, where there's... Yeah a wide road that goes to a narrow road um do you feel like having the home road advantage is going to help you with your first sort of transition into the pro ranks
1: Mm, yeah maybe um because i just know how the roads are here i just know um how the corners are being made (laughs) on the highest level um but it's also i come from the junior so i haven't done any elite racing yet yeah. um so it will be new for me in the peloton as well um so yeah it's uh it will be a nice challenge but uh, I think with the team I can get through it and uh, they already helped me a lot
0: so it will be will be good are you um are you scared of anything
1: um no I'm not scared um sometimes I just want to do very good <laughs> so I put pressure on myself that I want to do it well um but I'm not. I'm not scared. I am. I'm just looking forward to it, and I will just see what I can bring and what I can do. And I think that's the most important to look at.
0: Yeah, and you got time, out. I mean, eighteen years old—that's very young for a, uh, in women's cycling for now. Um, so, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, and
1: I started Swift Academy when I was seventeen because I turned eighteen at the end of September. Oh, wow. So, but I was able to do it because you needed to be eighteen at the first of January. So I was like, okay, so I can
0: start it when I was still 17, yeah. Just nothing. Hey, Legends. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Thanks again for everyone's support throughout this season. I mean, it's only 10 weeks old, this podcast, and in 10 weeks, it has grown a heck of a lot. Um, at the moment we're sitting in the top fifty in Australia for uh, sports podcasts. We're hitting top tens all around the world. I think we were number one in Romania last week, which is just bizarro. Um, Singapore as well. I think we're sitting around fifth or sixth there today, and um, it's just good to see the support all around the world. It's really really cool. So um, thanks again, and I uh, you know what when I'm. Uh, Just sort of on the Instagram and scrolling and all that sort of stuff And people are messaging me about the podcast and saying that they're listening I honestly am really surprised every time when someone says that they're a fan of the podcast It's really cool And even some of the writers or the the people I've been contacting to um, interview uh, for season 2 And so I've already set a few up already uh, some of them actually come back and said that they're listening already. So it's pretty cool. So I just want to say thank you to everyone for listening to the podcast. Uh, it really means a lot. It's just a big passion project for me. I just love cycling. And, um, most of the time I'm just trying to find out more for myself and, um, (laughs) <laughs> a byproduct of that is that it turns out to be an interesting conversation So, um, anyway, uh, if you can leave a review for me on apple and follow on spotify click the little rating thing That's always cool. Uh, follow me on instagram on the press room podcast and uh, yeah It's gonna be a ripper. So enjoy the rest of the episode. Cheers guys Okay, so as you develop and grow, you're still, um, you know, obviously still developing. In 18, you get to grow more, develop more as a cyclist and physically. Uh, but do you think there's a type or a style of race that you are going to, um, you know, excel at as you grow?
1: Mm, I think what when I look back to this season and also to Swift Academy Finals, what I really enjoy the most are stage races. Uh, I've been able to do some and junior level so that's uh pre- pretty cool we we got the opportunity but i feel like i'm still able to dig deep and push even though it's day five um it's not that i don't feel the pain but it's just that i think that i can get through it um so i think that stage races and hilly races of course uh i think will be a good fit and time trial i love as well
0: do ya? wow yeah Okay, that's cool, time trial. Do you have, uh, in, in if you could do your preferred um, time trial course, what would it look like and how long would it be?
1: Or well, if I can do my preferred time trial course, I think it will, like, preferred it will be just a straight road with headwind oh. and then just lay down and push.
0: Okay, wow, <laughs> so, that's good. Yeah,
1: because I think then you can, like, dig the most and then of course with corners it's also to time trial but it's more also the technical part and just the straight road is just pedaling as fast as you can
0: yeah so. absolutely have you but said- that's why i like
1: swift as well so
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah just uh just what's that course called the, the um tempest fugit
1: yeah <laughs> just okay. one just one uh, roundabout and back
0: yeah have you seen the the world course in australia next year for the tt
1: yeah i've seen it uh i've seen i think two weeks or one week ago the the roots came online um but uh i don't think i will write world championship yeah because i'm under 23 and uh there won't be or there will be but it's still yeah it's still insecure uh, what it will bring so
0: yeah, well, the the time trial course is pretty much the opposite of what you would choose. Yeah, <laughs> Have <you seen> it?
1: <laughs> Yeah, but like I, I like that also. But if I really needed to choose, it's just like yeah, yeah, it would be cool just to get a lot of wind and then just pedal.
0: Yeah, I think uh, that World TT course. We I've just booked my accommodation for that with my friends to go um, and watch it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it'd be cool. But I reckon on that course, I reckon someone will win on a road bike. Like,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it will
1: be it will be a very tactical choice what to do. Like yeah. You can really make advantage in the corners. Mm. So yeah. it's yeah, it will be interesting. Or maybe a road bike with a disc wheel. So yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. I'm thinking like Mariana Voss, because who mm. you know, she can get out of the corners, but she's very good at handling the bike. Yeah. So yeah. I mean the bikes will look atrocious, you know, a road bike with a disc wheel in it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it really looks like Swift, though, like a Tron bike or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Tron bike or the Buffalo bike. Yeah.
1: I'm on the Tron bike on the world. It's always
0: possible. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you get any special unlocks for the finals on Swift? What, what do you mean with like, that? Like- did any features in the game, like bikes, get unlocked for you for the finals?
1: Oof. Um, like for the finals, we weren't writing um, on our own account. Oh. We were like they made, they made a new avatar for us.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: because when I was writing on my own, like all the people could see that I'm doing Swift Academy. Oh yeah. So, and they could see your what oh. and, uh, and the results. So we were like top secret. We got new. But like my avatar was not really how I looked like. I think <laughs> I had a very ugly <laughs> avatar. And, uh, but yeah. Yeah, it was it was funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so cool. Okay, um, what else I got here? Um, team. Oh yeah. So after you won the contract, did you have like discussions with the team and the staff, like about what kind of plans they have for your development?
1: Yeah. So um, the K and team, like official, I will be part of it, like the first of January, but they already made me a part of the team like i felt so welcome and directly after the after the finals and after the announcement i got calls and we texted about the next year and upcoming weeks and everything was so clear for me it was just a very good schedule i really knew what to expect for every week um and I have seen some of them in Germany as well. A few weeks ago, we had the bike fitting, so cool. that was really cool. Um, and so, yeah, they really helped me to what to expect and yeah, what I what I can bring. And yeah, that's really really nice.
0: Okay, what uh, what bike are you riding? Like before, obviously, join the
1: team. A Kenyan Air Road,
0: oh, the nice. blue one.
1: So yeah, yeah, because uh, I was already riding. For the Canyon eSports, it's nothing to do with the Canyon Shram team, but it's from Canyon, um, so that's why I wanted to buy a Canyon already. So
0: yeah,
1: yeah I-, I can I can now ride on it, and it's the good bike. So <laughs> that's oh, cool.
0: That is so cool. Yeah, Canyon's. You don't see as many Canyons over here in Australia. There's a few, but one of my best mates has one, um, and she's got that uh, the Movie Star colored frame, the blue. Oh one. yeah,
1: yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Like I've. Kind of the same similar color as Machova on the pool, that kind of blue. Oh, nice.
0: So,
1: yeah, it's a really nice bike. I'm really happy with it. It's such a good brand. And I think in the Netherlands, you see a lot of Kenyans. Hmm. So, yeah,
0: that's cool. Okay. Um, I've got some questions here that uh, <laughs> some of my, I've got a couple of questions I've written down, but I asked my friends quickly some questions to ask you. They're big fans. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is my friend Sarah. Um, who also has the canyon and she said um she asked how did you celebrate your win winning the contract did you celebrate
1: yeah so when i knew i was the winner and i was signing with canyon tram i called my parents and my sister uh that night and yeah they were extremely happy and yeah i'm proud of course. like they're always proud of me like even though i didn't win but they were just happy for me that my dream will become reality Um, but when I got home to the Netherlands uh, I only could celebrate it with my parents and my sister because it was top secret for four weeks I couldn't tell anyone so even when I went to my grandparents I was like I don't know who won and we will just (laughs) know at the last episode and uh, um, yeah after the last episode uh, I just called everyone it was the first thing I said I'm sorry (laughs) that I couldn't tell you and yeah, I celebrated with my with my parents and my sister, but not uh, like I had a big party because also COVID here oh, a lot yeah. of restrictions. And yeah, I think it's very important to keep up with the rules. And but yeah, I called everyone and everyone was happy, but they were also like, "Why didn't you tell me?" So <laughs> yeah, so
0: uh, uh, I can imagine. Yeah, them. I
1: celebrated, but not not really big. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, uh, okay. So what was? The one, obviously apart from winning, uh, my other friend who's also called Sarah, what was the highlight of the finals apart from winning?
1: Oh, that's really hard. Um, I think the highlight for me was, uh, I have a few highlights, but just I think after every challenge and just getting back to the beach house and all the cameras away and just, just getting some lunch and just sitting at the table with everyone and just really being able to show all your emotions you during the challenge and that is just so special when i think about it we were it's so special that we could express our emotion and be happy for each other but also being sad because maybe it didn't go as you wanted and really being able to show your yeah show yourself what you think um, I think that's my highlight of the week. I don't think winning the challenge was like a highlight for me. Yeah, really just um, the feeling we had with each other. That's yeah. a big highlight. Just being at the t- sitting at a table, eating and just mm. getting to know everyone. That's, yeah, that's a big highlight.
0: That's awesome. That's kind of like one of the best parts about bike riding, isn't it? Like if you go and ride with your friends, you do a big ride, Mm -hmm. it's a hard ride but like it's always the bit afterwards we can all sit down and enjoy yeah get
1: your coffee and yeah Yeah. it's also like for every challenge um we ordered like coffee and then the coffee came as well okay i can order another one and another one and another one we need (laughs) we need coffee so so yeah that kind of moments are just yeah i will remember forever
0: oh that is awesome that's a really good answer i love that Okay, what uh, what's your favorite course on Swift?
1: The Tempest Fujit, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but it's not because it's flat and it's like because straight because it doesn't matter on Swift because all for my intervals I'm always doing that road, um, because it's just when I get up in intervals but also get down I just don't really like it that then I go down and I just knew with Tempest Fujit it's just always yeah. good and I can just push and yeah. I'm not always climbing on Swift, actually. Like in the Netherlands, we can't—we don't really have hills, but also on Swift, I'm not always when I go for an endurance ride for the climbs okay. sometimes, but like not really the big ones on Swift. Yeah. But yeah. Oh,
0: that's interesting. Okay. What's your favorite like on-bike food? So when you go out for a long ride, do you ever bring something that, you know, just one of those items that you're like, oh, I can't wait to eat this after my intervals or something like that?
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's called in English as well, wine gums. It's like oh, the candy Yeah. yeah. Things. It's yeah. like the best thing ever. And it's also like, I just put it in my pocket and then I just get one and then I get two and three. And then it's like, okay, I still have them. And after 10 minutes, it's like, Sh- there aren't any in my pocket anymore. And I was like, oh no, I wanted to get in one hour, just a few, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I always need to bring more than I think because then before the writing think, okay this will be enough and then no just a little bit more because yeah. you'll see it's not enough i always eat them um and just bananas and stuff like
0: yeah yeah i don't
1: really eat uh, but it's important to eat well on the bike
0: yeah oh definitely and that, i'm sure that's something that you'll learn a lot of being on canyon tram
1: yeah definitely and we also had during the week we had the clugos monitor Oh, so, every yeah. time they were able to track our glucose, and it really helped me a lot. I really learned much of it. Um, wow. So, yeah, it was really nice to take that with me to home and just see if I can um, progress a bit at home here in my ride. So, yeah, that's
0: yeah. cool. That is cool. Yeah. The, what's it called? The Super Sapiens.
1: Two Super Sapiens. Yeah.
0: Wow. That's cool. Uh, it's funny you said wine gums. That's like one of my favorite <laughs> We. Oh, yeah. It comes in, I love it do you get them in like the little tubes yeah you know, like the rolls
1: no we just have it in the in yeah. the back and then just all like yeah. not stuck together but just in the back
0: yeah and they do they say wine gums on the lolly
1: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. or oh. just wine or something yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's oh. so good oh. and you eat it just so fast so <laughs> that's the bad part of it but like oh. It's like, now I stop, and then, okay, just one more.
0: (laughs) Yeah, unless it's really cold. Then they're super chewy.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Oh,
0: Oh, totally feel like them now. Okay. Uh, (laughs) What's... um, Oh, okay. If you could win, you know, any race on the professional calendar, what would it be? The Giro, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a race that i really want to do like not le- next year or just one time in my who knows but just for one time in my cycling career that's definitely a race that i think will suit me but i will just have the most fun yeah. that's just so cool just to ride every day in the hills in italy it's just yeah that's so cool
0: yeah i was speaking with jess allen uh, a few maybe a month ago and she said one of her like favorite moments of her career was riding the Giro when she had Anime on her team. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And yeah, uh, it's. Uh, I think it's a very cool race.
0: Yeah, it's epic. It's epic. It's it's so <laughs> exciting now that you're stepping into um, you know with the team in Canyon-SRAM this year because women's cycling right now it's like it's at its peak, you know, and it's still going. It up, is. You know. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And I saw uh, today in in a news article that. There's a Belgian race and they just had the price oh. money just go up so, so much. And I think, yeah, that's, it's just really good because I think women's cycling is so much fun to watch. It's just, um, I don't think it's really much different than the men's and like all the women work hard to get to the level they are. Yeah, and it's really nice to see that the development progress so much these last yeah. years. Yeah. And just to see also that so many, like um, people were looking up, women were looking up to. Um, so the pro cyclists are fighting for women's cycling. That's just incredible that they're doing that. Yeah.
0: Mm. Well, I think it's it's double the amount of um women's world tour race races or race days this year compared to last year. And that includes Yeah,
1: that's all- incredible.
0: Yeah, and that's televised as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's really good to see. Mm. It's a really good development, yeah
0: uh okay well man, thank you so much i still can't believe i got to talk to you on christmas eve you know all time. <laughs> uh so thank you yeah. so much for making the time
1: yes thank you thank yeah. you for having me It was really much fun yeah yeah
0: it was awesome it was really good and i think you know just from meeting you on here it sounds like you're to have such a good season and fit in really well with the team. you seem very well grounded and um you know, have a great attitude for the sport Thank you.
1: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, it will be. It will be amazing.
0: Sick, sick. Okay. Well, we're going to be following you over here. And um, what's your uh, your Instagram handle for people that they can you know follow you along?
1: Um, it's just mouth Audemard. That's easy. Just okay. my name. Just my name. <laughs> <laughs> it's that <Perfect>. easy. <laughs>
0: yeah. perfect. All right, Maude one. Well, um, well uh, thank you very much, and it was um, really yeah. good to meet you, and looking forward to seeing how you go next year. Thank you so much. And that's episode 10, season one, Done and Dusted big thanks to mod for coming on the podcast and we'll definitely catch up with her later in the year and see how she went in her first season in canyon Shram. but uh make no mistake she's going to be doing very well and i reckon she'll adapt super quick uh to everyone that's been listening thank you so much for every download even if you just listen to one episode uh thank you very much uh, leave me a review on Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, click the um, the rating if you'd like, and um, send me a message with who you'd like to hear from in Season 2. I've already done the first few episodes, and there's some really good guests I've got on, and I plan to get some even bigger ones as the season progresses. So uh, I'll cover a little bit of the Australian Nationals, chat with some of the riders there. It's a big summer for Australia here for cycling, and then the European season kicks off, and we'll be hitting that too. Alright Legends, thanks again for listening and I'll see you very, very soon.